Hey friends, it's Eric Hulkerin, and welcome to another episode of the Michigan's Best Podcast. All May long, whether you're watching the video version of this podcast or you're checking out the audio version of the podcast, it is brought to you by these sponsors who helped us feed the front lines and feed first responders on Nurses Day. Zhang Financial, Henry A. Fox Sales, University of Michigan Credit Union, Garrett's Appliance, Muskegon Surgical Associates, and Chemical Bank, a division of TCF National Bank. On this episode of the podcast, we talk to Ed Gleick. He is the Chief Innovation Officer at Little Caesars Pizza, and they're currently having two initiatives going on to feed healthcare workers and first responders across the country. The first one is Little Caesars itself is donating a million pizzas. The other one is they're allowing customers to buy pizzas for their nurses and frontline healthcare workers in their communities. We're going to talk about all of that next. This is the Michigan's Best Podcast. Ed, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Hey, Eric, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on uh, the podcast. This, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you, and you guys are doing something incredible. And, and while I am aware of it and love what you guys are doing, for people who might not know, can you explain what the Pie It Forward movement is and kind of how people can get involved? Yeah. Eric, we're actually doing two things. One, on our own, so as Little Caesars alone and with uh, Illich Charities, we're giving a million pizzas away to health, you know, hospitals, um, fire police stations and fire stations. And then in addition to that, it was kind of, uh, in a sense, crowdsourced in a sense, so suggestions from our uh, customers, they wanted to figure out how do I join in and, and give a pizza to, to, to a nurse or to, to my local, you know, EMT, that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, so we developed Pie It Forward, which allows them to uh, put a, a pizza in their shopping cart and, uh, and then we take care of the rest. When a business has to pivot like this and create something like that, what, you know, what is involved in creating a, a, a back-end metric where I can purchase a pizza and then just, how fast are you guys having to innovate in that space to make this thing work? Yeah, no, it, it takes a village for sure because um, the ideas are, are great and people come up with those a mile a minute, but right. you've got to have a, a, a team behind you that can can make those dreams a reality. And, uh, you know, in this one specifically, it took, you know, our, our IT team uh, to, to kind of make physically that able to, to occur. It took the ops team to to uh, to work with the operators. Uh, we're, we're predominantly franchised, so... Uh, these are small business owners across the country. You got to get them to uh, be aware of it, and of course, once they were, they they were super excited about doing it. So uh, there's quite a bit of communication. Uh, so a lot of my time uh, has been being spent since since the pandemic uh, started. Certainly, has been on these types of uh, things that we can do. And at this point, 569,000. Little Caesars pizza donations and 195,000 from, uh, you know, your customers who love what you are doing and want to be a part of it. This is just, it's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, one other area that, you know, we have, uh, so we've taken most of our employees. So at our, we call it our uh, global resource center. So downtown and downtown uh, Detroit, uh, next to the Fox theater is, is really our world our global headquarters. But uh, all of us are working from home. So we recruited over 170 of our employees that are working from home. They volunteered to be the figure to, to call, cold call these hospitals, cold call these um, police and fire stations and make these arrangements happen. Um, wow. So it's really a, a kind of a massive effort. Uh, and it is as hard as 
you know, giving away a million pizzas is actually harder than it, it sounds. <laughs> right. it or not. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, and the logistics of doing that alone seem like an insurmountable task. But uh, the thing about Little Caesars and the Illich family is like philanthropy is is enriched in the company culture, right? It's just part of what you guys do. When when the pandemic strikes, what what happens in an organization like you guys that, like you said, it's franchisees. You've got to get this communication out to all. Like, what is navigating through this as a business, you know, as an enterprise business owner with franchises? How do you guys manage that? It just seems like an incredible thing to do to get this ship to kind of coagulate and then go in this direction. Yeah, you know, it, it, it actually is kind of a testament to the culture, right? So when all this is, you know, think about uh, the very early days of this, um, you know, certainly the entire restaurant industry was affected. Most industries, all industries kind of were affected. Very few were affected positively, right? Most, right. most yes. were affected uh, negatively. So, so um, we're, we're kind of sorting through that, figuring out where, where our business is, where, what, what's the bottom of this, what, how does the future look like? But honestly, the, the, almost the, 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 the initial reactions were, what can we do in the community? You know, the other stuff will sort itself out. How can we help in the community, get our operators kind of focused on that? Uh, well, they're actually, you know, working on, you know, um, uh, you know, getting paperwork in because these are all small businesses. These are people that, you know, invest their life savings into opening up one store sure. or, and that becomes successful. And then they open up a second store. That's the typical uh, person that that owns a little Caesar. So, you know, they're dealing with that um, a sick call, you know, all that as well as figuring out how to how to give away. Uh, these pizzas, and as people put more in their cart, they they're we're working with them to to get them back out to uh, you know one of the facilities in the area. That's awesome. So, uh, Ed, before we you join the call, uh, Stephen and I were talking about the early days of Little Caesars, and you are the chief innovation officer, and and we were both reminiscing about probably what I would assume is one of your first innovations was that tray that the pizza pizza came on, and it came in that like you know paper wrap and we were both saying that it was like pizza christmas and you would re- rip it open and there'd be two pizzas in there what is your position like day to day regardless of covid right when you're when you're thinking about innovation constantly what what is your day to day like and and how do you kind of make sure that you're able to take in all these inputs and go like you said earlier that's a good idea and we can execute it not just that's a good idea but i have no idea what to do with that yeah, there's far more ideas than, than the ones you can actually go and execute, yeah. right? Um, or a lot of things are, are good ideas and they seem trendy and, hey, we should go do that. And, and you know, because everyone else, you know, they're doing it in New York City or in, in uh, San Francisco. And, and the reality is you, you kind of have to wait long enough that it becomes kind of a little bit more ambiguous with like everyone, you know, middle America, yep. et cetera. So, so when you're with a large chain like this, our goal isn't to be the very first to do it, but to be among the very first of chains to do it. You know, so we tend to watch trends as they go from, you know, New York City or Lombard Street in, in San Francisco or, or in Santa Monica uh, to uh, to kind of kind of watch them, see which ones, uh, you know, gather more momentum. And then you start seeing some things done in independent uh, restaurants, et cetera. And then if we if we still if we start testing these things with our consumers and then uh, eventually uh, the ones the strongest ones are the ones that reach kind of critical mass. And then it's worthwhile doing it. it's worthwhile bringing those ingredients to do that. Awesome. Um, so uh, Detroit style deep dish pizza is a perfect example of that. Right. 
So here's something in our own backyard. It's, it's a fantastic tasting uh, style of pizza. It's certainly unique. Uh, you know, the folks, uh, trust me, the folks in Santa Monica actually never ate <laughs> right. um, straight-style pizza. So, so it was really looking at something in our backyard that we said, hey, you know, is this something we can, we can really, you know, not too far off the beaten path. It's still cheese sauce and, and pepperoni, but in a new format that kind of caramelizes that cheese and um, really is a kind of a different experience. So that would be a great example of, of some of the things, you know, we've worked on. Uh, with our R&D teams, innovation-wise. All right, I have one more question. I'll let you get back to the business of, of running a, a, an incredibly important organization right now. Um, it's Friday night. It's pizza night. W- what does Ed have on his pizza? What's on your pizza? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of a traditionalist. I'm from Chicago originally, so it has to have sausage, you know. And um, Most people that live outside of Chicago don't really understand that. That's but, a, uh, It's a fight in my house because I'm from Chicago as well, and my wife doesn't understand the sausage thing at all. I, I think, honestly, I think I my first pepperoni pizza, I lived out of state. Like, I, I never <laughs> was even introduced to it. I, like, like, pepperoni wasn't a thing, so hopefully... Uh, you, you probably have that same feeling for sure uh, for sure summer, so. Ed Gleick it has been my absolute honor to spend a couple minutes with you I know you got a lot of other stuff going so I'm going to let you bounce um, again people can go to the website and then they can donate their own pizzas and thank you for all the stuff that you're doing it's really important and it's helping all of us get through this uh, and I just want to say for a moment thank you and uh, I hope you and your family are safe and healthy and I cannot wait to talk to you on the other side of this maybe we could do it in person at some point Sure. No, that'd be great. Thanks right. very much, Eric. And, and our biggest thanks goes to really to uh, the folks that are out there, uh, these nurses, um, the doctors, uh, maybe even more importantly, the, the, the people that support the nurses and doctors, right? Uh, there's a lot of people that work in these facilities. And, and uh, you know, uh, our hope is we're, we're providing enough that everyone can, can have just a little moment of, of thanks and happiness. So awesome. I appreciate it. And thanks for the time, Eric. You got it, man. Be safe. Bye now. Thank you again for checking out the Michigan's Best Podcast. Want to take a moment to thank the other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. We're talking about Frankenmuth Credit Union, Northwoods Village, Fifth Third Bank, Stanley Steamer, and Chelsea State Bank. So thank you to all of them and to our other sponsors who are making these podcasts possible all May long. Be well, friends.